Shabbat Shalom. Just want to give a, a brief sample of the both and of the last days, the two-edged sword of the word of God in the last days events. To illustrate it from the passages that we had read, specifically Zechariah 14 and Revelation 19, first heard this insight from Asher Intrader in Iraq to Armageddon. We have that book on the book table. If you want to read that book, I recommend it. But when we look at Zechariah 14 and we look at Revelation 19, we're seeing two different perspectives on the coming of Yeshua. And we need both of those perspectives. It's like, it's like two eyes of an eagle. We need the, the side, the eye in Zechariah and the eye in Revelation. If we don't see from both lenses, from both parts of the spectacles, we're going to have distorted vision. So in Revelation 19, about the second coming, we see that the beast and the kings of the earth... And the armies of the kings are opposing King Yeshua and his heavenly armies. So they're set in opposition against Yeshua and his heavenly armies. And then in Zechariah 14, we see all the nations being drawn in attack against Jerusalem. And both passages are about the second coming of Yeshua. One, Revelation focuses more on this heavenly perspective of seeing what's going on in the spiritual realm, that the nations are attacking arrogantly, boldly, stupidly, King Yeshua and his heavenly armies. And then Zechariah, from more of an earthly perspective, we see the nations attacking Jerusalem, attacking Israel. So which one is it? It's both and. But we need the Old Testament prophets, the, the Hebrew prophets of the Tanakh, as the context for interpreting the New Testament prophecies. If we don't have the, the Hebrew prophets as a context for interpreting the New Testament prophecies, we're not interpreting the New Testament prophecies in context. So we need the whole Bible, like I was saying last week. So here's 24 questions that have to do with the both and events of the last days. And I'm going to post this on CCB. If anybody wants a hard copy, I can bring hard copies next week. Just ask me. I have scripture references to all these questions. But the purpose is to show the both and of the last days, this two-edged sword of truth of the last days. In the last days, will there be a great outpouring of the Spirit or a great persecution of the people of God? Joel 2, 28, 32, Revelation 13, 7. In the last days, will the saved be protected from God's wrath or will there be great judgments on the earth? 1 Thessalonians 5, 9, Revelation 6, 1 through 15. In the last days, will the people of God be disciplined by Father God? So they can share in his holiness, or will they be victorious over the devil? I'm not going to read all the scripture verses, but I have them listed here, and I will send them out. 
In the last days, will there be a great and gathering from every nation into the people of God? Or will there be a great falling away from the faith? In the last days, will darkness cover the earth? Or will the glory of God shine on God's people? In the last days, will there be a true prophetic movement? Or a false prophetic movement? In the last days, will there be a radiant bride ready for the return of Yeshua? Or will there be a great prostitute prostituting herself on the earth? In the last days, will the righteous wheat grow to maturity? Or the wicked weeds grow to maturity? Is Yeshua coming back for a war? Or is he coming back for a wedding? Is he going to give glorified bodies to the saints he brings with him from heaven? Or is he going to give glorified bodies to those who are remaining who belong to him when he comes? Is he going to bring angels or his people with him when he returns? Is Yeshua returning to bring judgment against his enemies or salvation to his people? Is Yeshua returning to judge his enemies in the nations or to obtain his inheritance in the nations? Will Yeshua bring judgment for people's rejection of eternal life in him? Or will he bring judgment for how people treat the people of Israel in the last days? When Yeshua judges humanity, will the righteous inherit eternal life? Or will the wicked inherit eternal punishment? Will he come to bring his kingdom influence over all the earth or remove Satan's influence from all the earth? In the millennial kingdom of Yeshua, will the bride rule for a thousand years or will Satan be in prison for a thousand years? In the millennial kingdom of Yeshua, will there be believers in glorified bodies or will there be believers in natural bodies? In the millennial kingdom of Yeshua, will all God's promises to Israel be fulfilled? Or will all God's promises for all the nations be fulfilled? In the millennial kingdom of Yeshua, will the blood of the cross bring restoration to Israel's land with heaven? Or all the lands of the earth? The answer is both hand for everyone. In the kingdom, will Israel inherit their land? Or will all the international family of Abraham inherit land on the earth? Both. In the kingdom of Yeshua, will there be a temple in Jerusalem? Or will the people of God be the temple? Both. In the kingdom of Yeshua, will the people of God enjoy their salvation by grace? Or will they enjoy their rewards for faithful service? In the kingdom of Yeshua, does Yeshua have the right to the heavenly throne in heavenly Jerusalem? Or the earthly throne in earthly Jerusalem? Yes. So this is just a simple summary. Just to see, we have to see both sides of truth in the last of these events. We can't let ourselves be pulled just to one direction. We need a balanced perspective. So let's continue to study the word of God. And as the events unfold, we're ready, we're prepared to stay aligned with Yeshua in truth. Amen? Amen. Bless you.